there's no need to fear. Underdog is here. Or not. <laughs> you have found NH Unscripted. I am your host, Ray Dudley. We are broadcasting from WKXL 1450 AM, 103.9 FM in Concord, 101.9 FM in Manchester, and you can find us out on the interwebs at nhtalkradio.com. I love what I'm doing. Oh, wait, I have to thank my sponsor. <laughs> Lowell, when you get to be my age, this is what's going to happen to you. Oh, God. I need to thank... Uh, Lakes Region Fence. They are good friends of mine. They are sponsoring and making this uh, program happen. Matt and his crew up there do incredible work. They're in Guilford. They can be found at lrfence.com. Great people to work with. And they will actually answer their phone. Huh. Go figure. In this day and age. And they'll call you back, too. Thank you, Matt. I appreciate all you've done for us and to making this possible. I was saying, I love this this what gig in H unscripted because I get to talk with friends who I haven't seen in a while about topics that only we care about. Hopefully you'll care about them out there too. But um, in studio with me is Lowell Williams, good friend of mine. And I have so much to talk. He's already got me knee deep before the show <laughs> came on. And um, let's start Lowell. Lowell is an author, right? You yeah. would consider is that your title? Professor? What sure, are you? Yeah. Author, producer. There you go. And um, let's start off with your Christmas show, since you already brought it up earlier. All right. Let Christmas Carol, tell me about how it started, what's happening with it, because this just blows my mind that some little company from New Hampshire does what you folks do. Yeah. Go ahead. Well, so um, about eight years ago, eight or nine years ago now, this is our eighth year doing it, um, I approached Scott Severance about he had this tour um, through Gene's Playhouse, where he was the managing director or whatever his title was way back then. And um, uh, he left that position, but we took the tour. They didn't want to do it anymore at Gene's. And they had been at the palace before them, and they didn't want to do it anymore. So Scott and I took it on. This is a full-scale production. It's a full production. You can go on the uh, website, perseveranceproductions.com, and see previous productions, YouTube videos and stuff of the of previous shows that we've done. And um, uh, for eight years, except for the pandemic, we have been putting all this stuff in a 26-and-a-half-foot box truck and driving it around the United States. We do... Uh, a lot of, uh, well, we have done a lot of shows in Florida, a lot of shows in the South. We, every year, we've been in Galveston, Texas for two shows. This amazes in me. Galvin, Galveston, they do a, a Dickens weekend. So you'll see people walking around in costume all weekend in Galveston on the beach. And uh, um, it's this very old theater that has survived a couple of hurricanes in Galveston. Uh, and it is quite a place to be. And we go from there, we go to 3,000 seat theaters in, in Florida. And in, um, I remember uh, uh, maybe four or five years ago now, we were in Albuquerque, New Mexico, in this giant theater, 3,000 seats, something like that. And the house manager said, 
uh, told me that they had people crying, little kids crying because they were sold out and they couldn't, they had no more seats. Sold out. 3,000 seats. One show. Now that's the, the thing that, uh, uh, anecdotic, anecdotically, it's kind of fascinating to me is that they will sell out 3,000 seats, but they will not do two shows. What? You would think if you can sell 3,000 once, you could sell 3,000 again. But they say no. Most of the managing or executive directors that I talk to um, say what would happen is they would get 1,500 each night instead of 3,000 for one night. Or maybe just a few more. Has he seen that little kid crying? Yeah, I, they do. They see the little kid crying, and they, I can't talk them into. I'd love to do three shows in Galveston. I'd love to do a Sunday show in Galveston. The one and done. One and done. But I do. We do two in Galveston. Why can't we do three? I talked to Maureen, their executive director, every year. I said I will do it for half price because the nicest thing on tour is to be able to spend the same, stay in the same hotel two ni- nights in a row, <laughs> right? Or three nights in a row would be even better, yeah, right? Yeah. And uh, but they said Sunday's the getaway day, and even if we did it at eleven o'clock in the morning, she said people just they wouldn't come. And so they won't even try. I said, I would do it for nothing, you know. Wow. But they, no. They so how many it. shows do you end up doing in the season? Uh, it depends because the logistics of traveling sometimes, you know, you, you, we can really only go about 300 miles a day. So uh, we end up doing between 21 and 23 shows, usually at least 20. Um it just depends. Uh, this Because, for example, we know we're going to be in Galveston the second weekend of December every year. Um, we got to go 300 miles from Galveston, and there's not a lot of choice there. Mm. Um, so we end up doing some smaller gigs. We'd rather do something rather than nothing. And uh, so we did a high school um, after Galveston last year. Um, we do colleges a lot. We do, but then we'll go to you know the Civic Center in Farmington, New Mexico, where uh, we're going to start off this year, and that's a we'll get to that story in a minute. But um, uh, that's a huge theater in the middle of New Mexico, and you know there's nothing around it. <laughs> so uh, this is uh, this has to be a huge undertaking, right? I mean, oh yeah. Uh, how many people in the cast? How, and, you, and they're all traveling. Twi- t- there's 22 of us total, and they're all. How, what of a what kind of a commitment is that? How many weeks they got to give you? Two months. Man. Yeah. Oh man. The first of November till the day before Christmas, Christmas Eve. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. They're home on Christmas Eve, or you're performing? It depends. We don't have a show on Christmas Eve. No. No one would go to that. I'm I, told I, either. I, well. right? <laughs> A lot of drunks. A lot of drunks. <laughs> no, you would think of maybe a matinee or something on Christmas Eve, but no, we don't do Christmas Eve. So we're usually done either the 22nd or the 23rd. We'll do our last show. Travel by bus? Uh, no. Um, we are a non-union show. And a lot of the places we go, um, don't they won't pay more than $20,000 a show, which sounds like a lot of money. And when you multiply it by 20, right? Yeah. Um, but we don't get anywhere near that much um, for the whole thing. We m- maybe $250,000 gross a year. But and really? E- yeah. And even that, um, 
gets eaten alive. That's gross. Right? Yeah. And you still got to pay everybody? And, and I pay everybody and I pay um, for hotels and meals and, all, you know, everything, all the road expenses. My God. Um, so there's not a lot left over when it's done. Oof. And uh, um, because of COVID last year, um, my hotel expenses were half again more than what they had been Man. in the past. And I lost about 50 Depends on how, what you look at, but fifty grand. Really? Yeah, yeah. So I'm staying in this business and get my money back if I can. <laughs> <sighs> but so last year, the last two years, we were at the Claremont Opera House, and um, my friend Andrew Pernard was the executive director up there, and so we had a deal for uh, in exchange for rehearsal space, we did two shows for them. And uh, but he left the opera house, and I was talking to my booking agent, and they said, "Why don't you talk to Randy West at uh, the Farmington, uh, New Mexico Civic Center, and where we had been two years before?" And uh, I talked to Randy, and Randy said, "I'd love to have you." And so um, yada yada yada, there we are. We're going to move the entire thing, rehearsal, um, the set. I got a put the set in a truck or a, uh, uh, some kind of storage system and send it to New Mexico in the next few weeks. And um, uh, we're going to stage it all there and launch from there. Um, it turns out that the drive time to our first gig is about the same as if we left from New Hampshire anyway. And most of my actors and crew don't live around here. They What? Yeah, no, they don't. Where do you get them from? Um... Um, the last, the last two years, because Clayton Phillips was directing, um, he, he got a lot of people from New York. Really? Yeah. Really? And, um, I do have, I did, I mean, when Scott and I started it, we had a lot more New Hampshire people, but mm -hmm. even then we didn't have entirely, didn't, oh. well, especially, sense, especially technical people are really hard to find. Um, just like, just to, you know, show how blessed I am. In luck, I lost my TD two years ago because they um, just ghosted me. What? And yeah, and um, we started uh, looking for another TD, and I happened to be talking to a friend of mine, and she said, well, I know somebody, and he was available, and the next thing you know, I, I had a TD from Alabama. Like, man, how does man. this happen? <laughs> So that's the happy music. I got my jazz hands going. We have to take a break real quick. You are listening to NH Unscripted. I am your host, Ray Dudley. In studio with me is my friend, Lowell Williams, and we are knee-deep in topics that I love. We're coming to you from the studios of WKXL 1450 AM, 103.9 on the FM band in Concord, 101.9 FM in Manchester, and we're at nhtalkradio.com. Use your digits. Go out. We'll be back. Heavens to Murgatroyd. Exit stage left. Moving all the way. You have found NH Unscripted. I am your host, Ray Dudley. Doing a gift. Meeting with my friend Lowell Williams here. We are broadcasting from the not overly ostentatious digs at WKXL 1450 AM. 
103.9 FM in Concord, 101.9 FM in Manchester, and you can find this program and all the other great programming here at nhtalkradio.com. We are talking Christmas Carol. I know, I know, it's August, but hey, I got a guy who wants to talk about Christmas Carol. <laughs> what can I say? Fire away, buddy. You were in the middle of talking about you You found a new TD, you had lost a TD, and now you're out yeah, in Mexico. Yeah, so, so it, 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 like I said, it's hard to find technical people. Um, yeah. Uh, so I got another new TD, um, uh, another friend of mine from New Hampshire, from Exeter, Mary Ruth Lynn, moved to Youngstown, Ohio, five or six years ago, runs a tiny theater in a restaurant in uh, outside of Youngstown, and she invited me to talk to a friend of hers about an, a, a, a script that I want to write. But as an incentive, I went to see a show that they were doing there, and I met the, one of the actors, and yada, yada, yada. That's how I found my TD for this year, was just coincidence by meeting man, these oh guys. Man, oh so, you know, I, I think about... Um, and I mentioned to you before we started about Mark Schoenfeld. Um, Mark Sh- Mark wrote Brooklyn the musical, mm-hmm. which ran off Broadway for like twenty years. And um, uh, and I have another story about Mark. But um, Mark and I were walking through New York City one day, and he said, "Lol, it, it, the theater world is such a small world, and if you meet somebody, you never know. You know, you're going to bump into somebody in the street in New York that's." part of the theater business and uh sure enough we bump into somebody he said let me introduce you to this guy <laughs> and we start chit-chatting and uh he says i want to introduce you to my friend lowell and he says well i've known lowell i i know who i know who he is <laughs> and yeah i knew this guy and it was really funny it, it just shows you what a small world it is a small theater world is yeah. very small wow. and you run up against people you know all the time man it's crazy yeah Tell me, there's so much to get to. I really, I miss you. I miss our chats. Um, tell me, you were telling me earlier about the gig in Italy. Yeah, so um, I'm a member of this. Uh, I listened to a podcast called The Screenwriting Life. It's by their hosts are uh, Meg LaFay and Lorian McKenna. And both of them work for Pixar. Um, Lorian is a producer at Pixar. Meg LaFace claimed to fame as she used to be uh, an executive assistant or something for uh, Jodie Foster. And um, they have a great podcast, and they also have a Facebook group on writing and uh, and screenwriting specifically. That's their business. And um, uh, Lorian mentions on the podcast that she is going to be hosting a writer's retreat in Tuscany in Italy, and you should all apply. So I applied. You're crazy. And I got in. You're crazy. And I kind of can't believe it. <laughs> and I talked to Mark Schoenfeld because he's a Hollywood guy. I said, Should I go to this retreat? Because it's going to cost me some money. And like I said, I lost a lot of money last year on the tour. And he said, uh, Well, who is she? How old is she? Where does she work? What she got? What she look like? Whatever. You know, he asked me all these questions, and uh, and I told him, and he said, "Okay, you should go." So I'm gonna go. I there's only eight people gonna be there, and it's three weeks in Tuscany. Um, it's about four grand plus, you know, including airfare, and then um, uh, all your meals are covered. So when does this happen? 
in October. October. You know you have 7th. a Christmas show coming up. Yeah, as soon as I get back, I got to turn around and and head to New Mexico. So t- tell me truthfully, <laughs> as a as somebody who I consider to be a seasoned writer, why what would you possibly be hoping to get out of this? Just the connections? Just the connections, yeah. And plus the idea of having three weeks without any distraction to just write every day kind of blows my mind. Um, because when you're home and you're, you know, something always comes up, right? And and I'll have three weeks where that's the only reason I'm there is to be a writer. And it kind of blows my mind. So I'm going to do it. So any idea? Is there a format to it? Is it I really, structured? I really don't know. I see. I see. You just gave $4,000. <laughs> I'll be there. Yeah. I mean, I know that this woman from Pixar is there and I kind of know her yeah, a little okay. bit. Yeah, because, sure she is. Sure she is. Because yeah. uh, of the <laughs> podcast, I have an idea of what she's like and what she's going to look for. Uh-huh. And, uh, and there's, you know, eight, including me, so seven other people that I can talk to about it. And in some respects, I guess I don't care whether she shows up or not, because I just the idea of, of 20 days of, yeah. of 21 days of just being expected to do nothing but write. I have, Ray, I have a list of topics that I would love to write about. I was going to ask you, you know? how you do that. It's just. Are you hoping to get inspired? Or are you hoping to? No, I'm have hoping motivation? to finally work on things that I've <laughs> not worked on. You know, you'll open your suitcase, yeah. all unfinished scripts, no clothing. Well, I have outlines of things in my computer that I, you know, I would love to work on. Uh, I could easily spend the whole time. I hopefully I will come back with, you know, what what they call a vomit draft of <laughs> the first draft of something. Uh, I have. Uh, uh, two or three at the top of the list that I'd like to talk about. What was the last thing you actually had of yours that you had produced or that's been done? <sighs> God. Was it the one we did done in... I, it might have been talking to Starlight at the um, at the Hatbox. Oh. Uh, a two-person play that my friend uh, Joe and Jen Peone were in together. Oh, wait, um, I know Did you see that? I know Joe. You well, know Joe. Yeah, yeah, I do. Sure. He went away somewhere. They went away for a little while. Well, they while got married. Day. Oh, they okay, that'll make you go and away. They got, they got distracted. They <laughs> got a guess. puppy, and they're distracted. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that might have been the last thing they did too. Was that was three or four years ago now? Man, so. oh man, oh man. Since you tied us into the hat box, yeah, I, I wanted to ask you uh, two two things. Um, one was, did you see Virginia Woolf? I did. What was your opinion? Oh my God! Yeah, it was without a doubt the best thing that's ever been put up at the hat box. That's not and, 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 you know, Ray, why? What is, the, what is the 1% more that they did that nobody else has done? I mean, it's so hard to put your finger on it, right? It's so hard to say why was it so good. Mm-hmm. What did you see? I mean, it's a show that's been around for 50 years, right? Yeah. How did they do this that it was better than, you know, uh a show that you've seen at the Hatbox before. Um, They've done, they do tremendous work at the Hatbox all the time. Why is this one, and I see a lot of it too, why is this one the best one? I, I couldn't really tell you. You can't? The the acting was I was outstanding. I thought you were asking me, I'm like, <laughs> so, I have to well, I, thought, I thought you would know. 
One of us are seasoned professionals, we should know. I mean, the, the acting, uh, uh, the direction, the set, the, I mean, you know, it was just. The talent level was off the charts. Off the charts. Off the charts. I had Alex yeah. Picard in here, and I yeah. talked with her about it. It was nothing but three hours of knockdown, drag out, yeah. wonderful theater. Yeah. Dark, visceral, ugly, it was all of it. Raw, it yeah. was all of it. But I'm with you. The cast alone was like A grade, A list. Stellar. Yeah. Stellar. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then they're taking on Edward Albee, who, good yeah. grief. <laughs> Apparently, the, he has a dark side because I don't know where that script came from, but. Uh, and I. I was fascinated by it, and, it, and it, I've seen and I've seen it before. You have. Ray, somebody else. Has I, done I've it? seen it around here. What? Uh, uh, years ago, and you know, it wasn't terrible before, but it wasn't anything like this. You know, so Alex, it, it's just really understanding the text and yeah. understanding what it is the characters. That's what's, what's the message the of the show, Alex. Right? I was just listening to the the Alex one, and um, she made mention of finding the little truths inside yeah. a script. Yeah. And I think that's what they did. Yeah. They spent so many... And, and it, it's one thing to find them. It's another thing to show well, them that's to right. us. That's, a, that's exactly right. And it you takes know? that kind of talent to right. do it. So anyone you, could find it. Yeah, yeah I'm with you. Yeah. Right. But uh, but they, they were able to do it. They did an outstanding job. I walked out, sat in my car, and I thought, uh, I got to thank them. God, I stood I in, back in. I stood. I stood there. I honestly, I stood there outside the theater and sobbed. That's how good it was. And Andrew Bernard came over to me and he said, "Are you okay?" <laughs> hey, homeless guy. <laughs> Are you okay? Well, you know, I you were, just, yeah. I was yeah, just yeah. overwhelmed. And it was another one of those shows which did not have a big audience for some unknown reason. It did not. Yeah. The good ones it, never. I mean, I you know, it. it's a it. theater for theater people. Yes. It really is. Yeah, yeah. Mamma Mia, it's yeah. an ATM, but that one. Yeah, yeah. it's an ATM. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I had one of those. I got my dancing shoes strapped on because that's the music telling us it's time to take a little break. You're listening to NH Unscripted. I am your host, Ray Dudley. We are coming to you from the studios of WKXL, 1450 AM, 103.9 FM in Concord. 101.9 FM in Manchester and out on the interwebs at nhtalkradio.com in studio with Lowell Williams. We will be right back. That's nice. We are having fun today. You are listening to NH Unscripted with your host, that's me, Ray Dudley. We are coming to you from the studios of WKXL, 1450 AM, 103.9 FM in Concord, 101.9 FM in Manchester, and we can be found out on the internet at nhtalkradio.com. One more time, I would like to thank our show sponsor, Lakes Region Fence. They're out of Guilford. Matt and his crew are tremendous people. They do impeccable work, and I mean they will bend over backwards to accommodate you, and they're busy. Busy, busy, busy. If you need something done, you can call them, but is that a good thing or a bad thing? Hang on. I need to. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but I didn't just screw up that. Anyway, give them a call, lrfence.com. See their work. You can find it all out there. In studio with me before I screw up too many things is Lowell Williams. We are talking right now about Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf that took place at the Hatbox Theater a few weeks ago. 
we cannot figure out what made it such a great show. Um, we have some hints, and we're pretty sure in the wrong hands it would be a terrible show. But yeah. it turned out to be remarkable. Remar- I'm so glad I went. Yeah. I'm so glad I went. I don't see a lot of shows anymore. I don't know why. I have no idea why. But um, but I was I was enriched. That's one of those shows. I, I thought about it. Well, I was still talking about it now. Weeks later, months yeah. later. What the heck? Yeah. Um, I, I told Alex when she was here that I sat on the side and I watched Emily Carell yeah. from the side. She was doing things, small, small things, small things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That nobody else, I think, would even pick up or, or think to do. I I actually watched her a lot too. Yeah, because it's you know for the for the cynic in you, right? Oh, they're gonna screw up, right? They're gonna <laughs> they're gonna scratch their their nose or something, and they'll do something out of character, and that I'm gonna catch them. Yeah, and I and that's part of the reason why I was so impressed because neither of them, none of them, when they were you know out of focus. When they didn't have a line or they weren't about to do something, they were still yeah. in in the show. And you had brought yeah. up how well the... So the leads were Wayne and, and Alex, but um, Emily and... Oh, Brent, is that his name? Brent? Brett? Uh, We'd have me. to look. I'd yeah, to forgive look. me for that. They held their own very well. Yeah. I mean... You've got Against a two of the yeah. mo- more seasoned people in the state. It was Ali and Frazier, right? Yeah. <laughs> and and yeah. on the second card is yeah. uh, coming up behind them, Emily and, and uh, Brett. Brent. God dang. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so yeah, they held their own very, very well. Very well. I wanted to talk to you also. Are we done with that topic? Sure. Sure. Okay. All right. Moving on. Move on. Yeah. Um, I saw your name on the list for seven-day play. On, yes. On the email list. Yes. How did, what was your function with that? I, I was, so Greg Parker organized that. He asked me to participate in it, uh-huh. but the, the, the weekend before they were starting, um, my niece was getting married in Indi- Indiana. And so I was going to be out of town for a couple of days and it just kind of screwed up and I wasn't able to be part of it. Oh. Um, hopefully next year I'll be able to do it. They, so what do you do think? What was your opinion of that? Well, first of all, I think as a writer, you have to remember you have seven days to write whatever it is you're going to write and how do you come up with something to do? And, um, Lots of times these things are driven by some random idea like, uh, you know, you've got uh, a candlestick and, uh, and a teddy bear and, yeah. a, you know, a pair of shoes and you got to you got to use all those props. Right. right? Or they'll have uh, an event like a school alumni reunion or, um, or a, radio, a radio show, yeah. whatever yeah. it is. Right. And you've got to use one of those things. Sometimes you get a choice of of pick from this list kind of thing. Sometimes they give you all the props. You got to include all the props. And so, for example, one of the props was a teddy bear. Yeah. And. Yeah. So I forget whose show that was, but they used the teddy bear as a character who great. could talk. Yeah. 
and and, um, and smoke cigarettes and smoke cigarettes <laughs> and uh, uh, so you know you have to get creative with the props and 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 it can you know it can go either way it can be brilliant like that was or it can just blow yeah I think that <laughs> you have was no idea um, Cariel I think that was Cariel's show it was Cariel that they had the teddy bear yeah okay yeah, yeah. the um so for folks who don't know th- this is it's kind of chaotic in a way you meet on a Saturday. There are two seasoned writers, two newbie writers. Um, they receive a cast, which is chosen randomly by right. playing cards. And the two newbie writers will be assigned to seasoned directors. The two seasoned writers will be assigned to newbie directors. People have never. And so they all meet on the Saturday afternoon. Yeah. And, and the topic a is. A week later. Out, yeah. You do a show. A show is punched out. <laughs> yeah. Four shows. Four shows, right. And, um, and about 45 minutes each. Yeah. 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 And so you have like Sunday comes. You they have they, no idea what you're going to get. Correct. <laughs> In my email box comes the script. Yeah. I, and I, now I have to be ready Monday. Yeah. To rehearse. Right. You have four days basically, Monday and you're, Thursday. And, and you're, you're supposed to memorize yeah, the, correct. the dialogue. You're right? going to put on a show. Four days you're going to put on a show. Yeah. <laughs> That's correct. Yeah. For a paying audience on yeah. Saturday. Yeah. That was insane. so. I managed to come and see it, but mm-hmm. I, and I uh, unfortunately I couldn't do it. I would love to, I love to do those things, though. It's it's the challenge of it. It's really fun to yeah. um, uh, to be. I mean, some of the stuff that some of the best things I did. Pinkerton, um, well, um, Theater Kapow, M- Matt Cahoon's group yep. did a, a a play in a day where you do it overnight. What? Yeah, How is that? and and you do maybe twenty minutes instead of forty five or an hour, um, and uh, and I did that a couple of times. And some of the best ideas I've had oh, have come, come up come out of stuff like come that. That's painful. Yeah, no, they're actually sometimes oh it's really gosh. good. The pressure. Yeah, I, I think imagine. it's you know for me as a writer, I write it and go, well, here you go, Ray. Good luck with that. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and I just sit in the Son audience and go, well, <laughs> they didn't do justice to my brilliant ideas. <laughs> Poor Ray, he's used to be good. <laughs> I mean, it's easy for me to just sit and go, well, you know, it didn't work out. That's too, that's a shame. But you have to memorize it and perform it. I think that's even harder. And and not just do that, but this gets back to uh, Virginia Woolf. We as actors and the director have to mind what we hope was your intention. Yeah, right. Right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, that could really go off the rails you could, at any time. You could just be reading and go, what the heck was he thinking? And, and we did when yeah, we got to- Yeah, uh, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There were plays that were like, wait a second. What is going on? We're buried. Someone lose a bet with God? What oh, happened here? <laughs> <laughs> but all four went off remarkably well. Yeah, they did. It was tremendous they talent. Did. It was a yeah. great day. I, I was it so is. enamored. It's fun it. to do, and and sometimes you get really brilliant stuff out of it, like yeah. the like the- the killer teddy bear. Oh my god, which was so pretty funny. funny. Yeah, so funny. Yeah. Um, oh, and and uh, the one that was after that with the um, the other comedy with the uh, the dog trainer. That, oh, uh, sure. Yeah. 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 <laughs> okay. That was yeah. dark too. Um, you'll have to you'll have to look it up online if you want to know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, now I heard I. Aaron said they're going to expand it next year. Like, oh, that's right. It was Aaron, not Greg, yeah, who, yeah. who organized Didn't it. Aaron Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. So he said they're going to go to six authors, I think, next oh, year. Oh, goodness. I know. They want to make it. So they had kind of a problem with 
you know, staging it and, and teching it that morning and then performing yeah. it you know, yeah. by noon or yeah, one. Yeah, right. You, they moved around to different places to have places yeah. to rehearse. And, yeah, so they yeah. kind of want to add to add six, to do six <laughs> and find six places to stage and rehearse and yeah. come up with a set. Yeah. Or, I mean, there's really no. And time. they were teching it that morning. I mean, if you got yeah. two shows to tech, yeah. I think they really want to do it at 8 30 in the morning. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that was a long day. Yeah, it's a long day. Yeah. yeah. It's great to see some of those folks perform. Though. Yeah. Man, I just love I got to tell you, Ray, I got to interject because you mentioned Aaron about a year ago, I did the 24 or the 48 hour film project with yeah. him. Yeah. Have you yeah, ever yeah. done that? I have. Isn't that, that's a similar kind of yes, thing. Yes. And we ended up in the top three what? that you year. Did? Yeah. Which Aaron had never done before. Uh, Versa Color Dreams, I think is the name yeah, of yeah, his yeah. company. Right. And um, yeah, we were in the top three with the script that I wrote. So did you that's. Get- that was really great. I was really excited Dude, about that. that. So, explain how that works. So, um, uh, all around and this the is co- nationwide. This is nationwide. Yeah, all around the country, these different groups organize what they call the forty-eight hour film project. Um, I think the closest New England one is the one we went to in Rhode Island. I think so too. Yeah, and um, uh, you do the same kind of thing they give you you know the candlestick and the teddy bear or whatever props and and some line maybe a line you have to use yep. and stuff like that and then the writer goes home and has like you know the evening yeah if you're lucky to write uh, and i think it can only be it's limited how long it can be it's mm-hmm. like 10 minutes or 12 minutes some yeah. odd number like that and um and then you the next day you shoot it so maybe Friday night you go down and get your your idea, yep. and f- Saturday morning at what seven a.m. you're shooting, yeah. and then Sunday coffee and donuts, s- coffee morning, and donuts, and then, yeah, and then Sunday somebody is editing it and getting it up on a you know file on their website. We did one out uh, for the same thing. It wasn't with Aaron, and um, we lost out because we were like thirty seconds late delivering it. Yep, yep. they had to hand deliver yep. or something at the N- time. Yep. Yeah, crazy. Yep. You are listening to NH Unscripted with your host, Ray Dudley, handsome as I am. And we are on WKXL 1450 AM, 103.9 FM in Concord, 101.9 FM in Manchester, and out at the internet site of nhtalkradio.com. Lowell Williams is tearing me apart in here. (laughs) He's killing me. We will be back. I am so glad I got out of bed. I might still be in my jammies, but at least I'm out of bed. You are listening to NH Unscripted. I am your host, Ray Dudley. We are coming to you from the not overly ostentatious digs at WKXL 1450 AM, 103.9 FM in Concord, and 101.9 FM in Manchester. And we can be found at nhtalkradio.com. And... I have a very good friend in the studio, Lowell Williams, who has stories that just go on. He knows everybody. He, we were just talking a little while ago about connections, how small a world that, and he knows everybody. He's like, what is that seven, what seven from Kevin Bacon? Kevin what? Bacon, six seven degrees. degrees. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. He, he's like that. He's yeah. like a living, breathing session of that. 
tell us who you happen to know as well as oh yeah and the relationship so yeah. we were just chatting uh, mm-hmm. in between mm-hmm. segments here and we found out your uh, I mentioned my friend Mark Schoenfeld mm-hmm. who wrote the musical Brooklyn mm-hmm. Mark lives in Manchester and mm-hmm. he turns out he lives in the same apartment building with your producer's dad what? Carlos what how does that happen what yeah cat is that a true story it is a true story my god <laughs> It's a small world. It's crazy. It's a small world. It's crazy. Mark is out in Hollywood in Beverly Hills in an apartment um, pitching a new show and and, uh, he wants to make it into a movie. A musical, correct? A musical musical? uh, similar to, and he texted me just before I got here with something about it. And uh, and I was mentioning this. Uh, you asked me about Ernest Thompson, who yeah, was on yeah, Golden yeah. Pond. Oh, oh, you know Ernest, and I know Ernest. Oh, that's interesting. Uh, pretty well. And Ernest, and uh, uh, I told Ernest about going to see that I might go to see Mark in Hollywood. Uh-huh. And Ernest texted me the other day. Um, Are you here? Um, we'll take you out to dinner. <laughs> but uh, it turns out I, don't I wasn't. Get those I wasn't. From him. You know. <laughs> We, he he happened to be in L.A. visiting. He knows way more people than I do, oh but uh, he happened to be in L.A. and we, but we, I wasn't there. I had I had a day job then, so huh. I had I huh. couldn't do it. Huh. Going to Italy because to Italy. you know Jodie Foster's whatever connection. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Life's yeah. tough, huh? Yeah, yeah. It must be tough being yeah, you. Yeah, it is terrible. Yeah. yeah, I don't know how you get through your day. I know, I don't. Is he still having his workshops? Ernest stopped doing those because of the pandemic, oh. and uh, I think I, I I do recall talking to him that he's considering starting it up again soon. Oh, yeah, that's interesting. Um, he wrote a book. Um, I will plug his book for him so okay. that he All stays right. my friend. Um, <laughs> he wrote a book called The Book of Maps, which is really I read it uh, during the tour last year. I brought it with me, and um, he asked me. He calls me out of the blue. He did. Are huh. you going through a place called Blue Blue Lake or Blue Moon? I forget what it's called in Minnesota. It's right on the interstate. And it it turns out that's the spot where they were building the interstate. You remember when they built the Continental Railroad, when the two east-west uh, construction crews? Well, I, I mean, I re- read a book, Ray. Oh. <laughs> uh, uh, in, in the history, when they were building the Continental Railroad, when the two east-west constructions met, they drove a golden spike yep. to signify the connection of the two. Yep. Well, so they have a similar thing that happened when they built, um, uh, I guess it's I-90, oh. um, going west to east. Um, and when they met, they met at Blue Earth. It's called Blue Earth. And there's a golden line painted on the road. For real? Yeah, for real. Um, it's not, you don't really notice it. You have to know it's there. Drive over it. And Ernest says, uh, could you go? Now, I was reading the book, but I had not gotten to the chapter on Blue Earth yet. Could you go to the Blue Earth Library and take a picture holding the book? I can show you the picture. Uh, holding the book with the librarian at the uh, Blue what? Earth Library. What? Yeah. And I didn't know why he wanted this or anything, but I w- did it. You did? Yeah, yeah. Because you and, guys are tight. Yeah, yeah. we're tight, man. Yeah. And uh, uh, he was super excited. I also got him a copy of the local paper. 
which and it turns out all these things are mentioned in the chapter on Blue Earth. And wow. it, this is a terrific book. The only criticism I have, which he would tell me to go to hell, but uh, he uh, he it's hard to find a page on that book with a word that you have to look up. He he's got a vocabulary. He's got a killer vocabulary. <laughs> And uh, uh, lots of times you can guess from the context, but lots, sometimes I just had to go, okay, man, I got to look this up. So I actually got the Kindle edition yeah. just because it's easier to look up the words because you just touch them and, uh, and you can look them up. So, uh, but Ernest is out promoting his book right now. So he he's, he's oh. not, um, I, I'm assuming that he's part of the reason he's not doing the workshops is he's out on the road promoting his book. Um, interesting interesting yeah so he's he's in new hampshire the next couple of weeks i actually thought about i've been to two of his book signings now but you i have? might go to another one yeah just to hang Look out with him yeah Look just to hang out with him a little bit yeah 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 <laughs> i like to do that too <laughs> bodyguards don't let me near him but i do try <laughs> well it's that restraining order that's kind of a problem <laughs> uh okay what's on your docket to see that's playing around anything coming up uh Gee, that I haven't really thought about that. Um, I'm heading to I, I, the Hatbox next weekend, I think. I'm not sure what's playing at the Hatbox lately. Um, uh, I just saw Jack Neary's new play last um, in June called The Stands, and uh, at know. the at the Players' Ring. Yeah, yeah. I like you know the nice thing about players for theater people, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. The Players' Ring and the Hatbox, which are both kind of the same business model mm-hmm. you know um they anybody can you know i could put up a new work there and other people like jack neary can put yeah. up a new work there yeah and uh and other people and every once in a while somebody like angelica rosenthal will put up a big musical at that box what? uh yeah that she wrote no no oh but i mean a a, a ticket seller got right you, got you. and because andrew will tell me you know this sold the most number of tickets yeah. because right there's what 90 seats or whatever yeah times how many performances Nine those are the, that's yeah. the that's the entire market for that yeah. show right and so the hat box needs to survive and pay the bills the electric bill and rent and everything else there mm-hmm. and um so they need a big show like that that you know people want to see yeah like mama mia yeah you know yeah, uh, the atm like you said yeah, it yeah. is i'm telling you people just drive by and throw cash <laughs> just roll down their window and throw wads of cash if they yeah. see it being performed somewhere yeah um and i feel bad because you know i'm with you uh, the players ring and the half box theater are really artistic they're I gems mean, yeah, yeah yeah and there's stuff that's really done i there. would love to see a place in nashua like that that's concord's a bit of a drive portsmouth's a bit of a drive yeah yeah um it would be nice if at the national performing arts center that we could have a model well, well, how hard would somehow it be? like that well talk to spectrum they they run the place they do yeah Spectrum runs. Same uh, people that run the Colonial. They run. They, they run the Colonial. They run the Nashua Performing Arts oh, Center. Oh, I didn't yep. know that. Yeah, I didn't know yeah. that. Yeah, I talked to them about moving my tour there, and that was not going to happen. <laughs> Why? Uh, they uh, they, they just it wasn't, they turned their noses. They up turned their noses up at it. Yeah, God. I don't know. I had some discussion with them about it. I also talked about moving it to the Lowell Memorial Auditorium. Yeah. Before going to Farmington, this is part of my. You know, I cried out to my. My booking agent, yeah. uh, I don't know where to take this, you know, <laughs> and they that's how I ended up in New Mexico, so. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. I am going to see Sound of Music, Cat. 
I have my ticket for Saturday night. No, that's Great. Yeah. Here in town? It, it's in up in Laconia. It's Laconia. I mean, now we shouldn't forget that the Concord has a nice uh, theater, too. They do. And have you been in the Bank of New Hampshire? I've not been in me the Bank either. of New Hampshire yet. I know. Shame on me. Yeah, I know. I keep Kapow does things there. I know. And just for whatever reason, I haven't made it up there I yet. Know, but they I do know. some terrific stuff, too. So I know. I, oh, Kapow, we should definitely go. Like the definition right. of avant-garde theater avant-garde theater yeah, yeah absolutely yeah. um so yeah so i'll go see sound of music and then next yeah. week i'm going to hatbox i'm seeing um i think it's called masked masked by glenn kosker um, oh sure okay I, I so that's a, another original piece yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. and i, I want to see him i was in um guess the guest who came to dinner i guess yeah uh in manchester okay at the um with rob dion's group down there okay and uh, so I just wanted to touch base. That's with the majestic. Him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just want to touch yeah. base with them. Other than that, I know. Um, speaking of Ernest, up at Jeans, they're doing on Golden Pond. Oh, get out! Yeah. <laughs> when I first heard, I, I I was wondering if. Uh, well, I'm sure Ernest knows. Uh, I'm sure he does. Doesn't he like yeah. to be in his own show? Yeah. Doesn't he? yeah, yeah. Well, he did it. He performed in it at Winnipesaukee. Yes. Yeah, was three or four years ago. Now. Yeah, yeah. I was surprised. Yeah. Um, I, of course. He does. He does it for his book signings too, right? I mean, it's a part of his well, gig, right? The yeah, he's there. Do you yeah, mean he's to sign things? Yeah, sure. Autographs right. and yeah, all that. Kind of. That's the way it goes no through the territory. Me, but you know, that's Ray. Ray, <laughs> go sell my book at this place. <laughs> and I'll be your friend. Oh my God! All right, so you're going to Italy. You're going to New Mexico. Yeah. Shame on you. Oh, I hear that music, Lowell. Thanks, buddy. Man, oh. we could talk another hour, I man. I know, I know, I know, I know. No I problem. Know. I got to have you back in. I really appreciate you giving up yeah. your time here and coming by. It's so much fun. But that's the dancing music. That's the dancing music. Be very, very quiet. We're hunting <laughs> wabbits. We are not. You are listening to NH Unscripted. I am your host, Ray Dudley. Thank you for tuning in. You have found us on WKXL 1450 AM. 103.9 FM in Concord, 101.9 FM in Manchester, as well as you can find a lot of our archive programs and all the other stuff out at nhtalkradio.com. Have a great weekend. I hope you enjoyed this as much as I did. Thanks again, Lowell. Thank you, Ray. <laughs>